Oh, hey, you guys. It's Kilowatt. Happy Mardi Gras. Uh, yes, today was Fat Tuesday. And it doesn't seem like an organ that is a very celebrated deal. But I truly feel like there are a number of people that love Mardi Gras. And I would like to dive into that a bit. Um... And now this is just like me observing shit. So don't think I got any kind of specialty in this. (laughs) I'm just letting my mouth filter out. Well, there's no filtering. I'm just going to let all my brain thoughts come out of my mouth. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kilowatt. That's what I do. Okay, so check it out. I have a passenger named Anton and he is from the great state of Louisiana. Based in the south. Okay. Uh, And he shared with me today on my 33 how homesick he was for the Mardi Gras festivities that took place uh, that he remembers as a child uh, that Oregon does not participate in. Um, Anton is a lovely black man who I've befriended from way back to like when I did line 70 in the mornings on the weekends. Um, And... I mentioned that he was African-American because I was chatting with him about this Mardi Gras thing and it's all going to come together. So stay with me. Um, He told me about how he was raised in the South in Louisiana. And he told me about how in New Orleans during Mardi Gras festivities, the local schools will actually shut down for like a whole week so the kids can participate in the parades and the families can have you know potlucks and it's like this huge community of people that get together and celebrate uh mardi gras and i'm not well versed on what the fuck mardi gras is i'm really not but i'm just gonna speculate from what i can observe um and what i see as as something that seems to be super valid My passengers, uh, who I know are from the South, specifically the ones who I know, um, grew up like near Louisiana have all voiced like a major community effort in trying to get Oregon on top of that bandwagon. Um, when I lived in the South, it was the same story. Mardi Gras week, everybody would lose their fucking mind. Um, if you couldn't go to Louisiana, you better fucking find a really good looking spot and, and set up camp. Um, so very different from the North here. Good God, man. How bright do your fucking headlights have to be? Jesus. I bet you I'm sitting in front of a cop talking shit. Um, anyway, if I get pulled over, you'll know. (laughs) Okay. So I'll probably tell you. Um, but I noticed that that the black community in the South specifically really uh, fucking bonded with the Mardi Gras deal. And I could see why. I could definitely see why. Because they've, they've been robbed of their actual cultural heritage. Like, they literally were just kidnapped and taken to a place robbed of any knowledge of where they fucking came from um and like their cultural traditions were drowned out by the church and like by like they literally forbade people to write shit down they refused to teach people how to read that's that's a hundred percent control right there because when you control the thoughts and you control the religion and you control their even down to their fucking songs 
Um, like that's the, that's the full spectrum of fucking control where you're literally controlling them to the point where they're actual, like they can't even keep record of their cultural lineage and like everything that they were was robbed of them. And so that's a major fucking deal. And I can a hundred percent at another wonderful black man named Vince get on my bus earlier this week. And we talked a little bit about Mardi Gras. We talked a lot about the fact that, um, that he had gone to a few powwows and he, he had gotten a few of his friends together to practice something like that spiritually dancing and just, and just tuning into something they felt was really important to formulate between them as a group of black men. And I thought this was really interesting and super powerful. Um, he tried, he tried to tried to like make it seem like it was nothing. He's like, Oh, you know, it was just silly. And I said, no, that's not silly, dude. That was, that's not sucking. <laughs> that's not fucking silly at all. And I'll tell you why, because you come from a whole group of people who had their entire culture and lives robbed. They don't even know their ancestral heritage. Like that's a big fucking deal. The natives are incredibly bitter about the fact that a lot of our language has been like, like blotted out when they made the move to take a lot of the native kids and, and push them into Christian boarding schools. They forbade them from speaking their native tongue. And I am very fortunate to know, um, the keeper of the Clinket language, his name is Randy and he's, he's teaching his young grandson to teach fluent, like to speak fluent Clinket. And he's, he's become, um, a little bit well known in the tribe for preserving the actual language and, and the word, the written word of the Clinket language. We have that. Okay. We as the people have that fucking Vincent and Anton, they don't fucking have that. And there's something wrong with that. That's a right that will never be made for them. That's never, they're never going to write that wrong. You can't fucking take that back. You can't unrob these people of the bullshit that you fucking stole from them. And by bullshit, I mean sacred knowledge of their people. That is why I'm so fucking passionate about the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, all lives matter. That's not what we're fucking talking about. We're not fucking talking about that. We're talking about the very obvious fucking thing happening in our country where young black people, fucking black people of all ages are getting fucking murdered. Fucking murdered from our, what, our government officials? Because one was wearing a hoodie and they just fucking somehow all look the same. Are you fucking serious? Racist pieces of shit. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I can't. Like, I read a story about a young girl that was shot and killed because they were in the neighborhood looking for a young black man and they fucking shot her and she was wearing a black hoodie. That's all it fucking takes. Do you know how fucking terrifying that is to send your baby out into a world like that? I mean, I can't. I can't fucking imagine, dude. So, yeah, like, it's a thing. And so I was sitting there thinking tonight and um and I know that I I didn't see Anton because I know he's like out there living it with his lady having a good time and I didn't run into Vince but I felt like when he told me like yo like me and my friends we got together and like we actually did do a few dances that we thought were cool and it became something like actual group that we would get together and do and I said you know what like 
you may never be able to uncover that part of your life, that part of your ancestral heritage. But I think that it's 100% valid and fair to say that you have every right to establish a culture that you deem yours, that's yours as people. It's a fucking thing, okay? So don't fucking get down on people. I mean, I I can't stand it when when fucking people that are white or any other uh, heritage find it necessary to berate people who are black for saying the n-word okay that's called commiserating okay where you were fucking subjected to being called something so fucking horrific to, to just that fucking word people nowadays say that shit okay they're trying to fucking normalize it in pop culture by people who aren't black who have no fucking ground to say shit like that okay they don't they're not fucking black that's not a thing okay I really truly feel like the only fucking group of people that have the right to say that are black people and it's because they're doing something called commiserating and it's just to say look I get you dude I fucking feel what you've been through I understand I live with it too okay we're fucking set in this country where everybody fucking puts bullshit out there that we're supposed to ignore like fucking women that grab their purses and hold them a little tighter When one fucking young black man steps on the bus, I could fucking vomit when I see that. And I immediately strike up conversation with one of those young men or women. I just can't. Like, I I just want all the fucking racist bullshit to die. Like, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Amber Khan who, who said it best. She said, look, it's like being an artist, okay, and being given this beautiful palette of colors, like, refined fine textured like oils on a canvas okay of like every fucking shade of hue of vibrant color that you could ever dream okay beautiful shades and every fucking color the most glorious palette you've ever fucking seen that's like taking a person who's completely fine when they come into this life and then dropping that palette of beautiful art into a fucking vat of pig shit That's what happens when you take a child and you make them racist. You take a perfectly good individual and you fucking spoil them for the rest of the world because they're never going to see the rest of the world through that beautiful shade of cobalt blue. They're only going to see black and white or yellow or fucking, you know, Hispanic or what the fuck they see their, their distortion of the color perspective and who we are as people is so just limited once they get those fucking racist beliefs in their fucking mind and that's the that's the divide and so I absolutely refuse to um, I absolutely refuse to discourage the black community from establishing their own cultural traditions um, I refuse to to give them bullshit for fucking finding some type of meaning in this in this society that honestly, never let them fit in anywhere and then just sort of like allowed them to like exist that really sucks that really sucks and so I think there's probably a reason why I have such an affinity for the black community I think that I've met more amazingly brilliant gorgeous people 
who I've never felt more connected to other outside of like Hawaiians and natives. Like I just, I really feel a bond with them because I am always going to be there to tell somebody to shut the fuck up. If they even remotely try and get at someone for seeing their fucking friend and be like, what's up? nigga?" But like, really don't fucking tell them they can't say shit. Okay. You don't fucking live that life. They're commiserating. That's like saying to somebody, uh, oh, well, you know, you have no right to say that. Well, you know what? You're not even part of the fucking group that it offends. So shut the fuck up. Okay? Shut up. I truly understand that that's a fucking horrible word. That's a word that people said to women when they were being raped, when they were fucking stealing children. Oh, shit, son. Ah, I almost killed. I think I, yep, I killed a skunk. Oh, God. Bad karma. Bad karma. I hope I didn't kill him. Oh my God. No, no. Fuck my life. Oh my God. I hope I didn't kill him. He was so scared. Oh damn dude. That, that fucking little skunk came out of nowhere. Oh my God. Fuck. I hope I didn't kill him. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, I can't fucking stop now. Um, God mood killer. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not going to point out that we were on the fucking topic of black and white, but I just killed a creature that was black and white. So maybe I just beat a dead horse. I'm just saying, (laughs) okay, too soon. I'm sorry. That was bullshit. I take it back. I really hope I didn't kill the skunk. I don't think I did, but I just, I don't know. I'll let you know in the morning if I find out. Um, anyway, I was on a tangent. I just, I'll always be the one that stands against that there's never going to come a time where I won't be an advocate for that particular group of people because I just genuinely feel like I, I kind of, to a specific degree can see how it plays out every single day. And some people don't have that privilege, but I've seen, I've seen even the most basic, decent down to earth people act a certain way. And it was obviously racist Like I had a really beautiful young girl uh, and she just didn't know how to say it. So she was like, "Uh, they were of ethnicity. (laughs) I said, "Uh, you mean black or African-American? Like what, what, what? (laughs) Because people are like specific colors. And if we're describing someone physically, like it's not like it's a bad thing to be black. Jesus Christ, woman. She was like, of of, of ethnicity? I said, yeah, okay. And I mean, there's, there's, if we're fortunate enough to be able to know about our cultural heritage, if you were able to like grab some of that, there was some type of preservation, I would almost guess that it was hidden in the dances that people do during Mardi Gras. I would almost guess that that's how they preserve that cultural heritage. To, to some degree, some context, some type of flavor was preserved there. And I just, I want to understand it more. So I'm going to probably go to my house and sit and research it because that's what I do. I'm such a nerd. I think for a period of my life, I was really fascinated with like child serial killers. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just like to research it. Fortunately, astrology is like a never ending study of topics. So there's that. Um, Speaking of which, I wanted to note that it is Mercury retrograde at this very moment. And today on my bus, I'm the last bus that rolls down King Road 
from the mall. I leave at 1121 and I, um, I was having issues with my GPS. Like it wasn't tracking where I was all the way to fucking 42nd and Llewellyn. I kept trying to select the stop through my settings. I kept trying to re like reenter my block, like nothing would work. And it was extremely infuriating because I'm one of those people who heavily depend on a bus tracking transit tracker, like a PDX bus. Uh, TriMet has a transit tracker. I think it's TriMet trip planner, but I mean, Google maps also works. It's, I require a little bit of like heads up on when the bus is going to arrive because I don't like to stand out in a desolate bus stop alone at night because I'm a woman and naturally try and protect myself. Um, you just got to play it smart, dude. People are fucking driving around looking for women standing alone on the street. They will throw your ass in a fucking van and you'll never be heard from again. I try to remind people of that when they're walking alone at night to be aware And so tonight I left the town center and it was just fucking empty until I want to say 82nd and Fuller or King and Fuller, which is over by the Arby's and Burlington Coat Factory off King Road. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully if, if you listen to my podcast and you're one of my last of the night passengers, if you somehow got left behind, I am so sorry because I was hovering like a motherfucker. I was looking for you guys, <laughs> hoping I didn't leave anyone. And so uh, if you if you were unfortunately left, I do apologize. I was looking. Um, anyway, it is 1.50 in the morning. I am almost home. It's been a very long day full of amazing stories with amazing people. And I am looking forward to tomorrow because this is my last last week on the 33 evenings. I'm going to miss you guys. I shall miss my night riders. I'm going to come back. Maybe not this particular line and train, but certainly the 33 weekdays. I'll be leaving for line 14. Those of you who listen to me here who are passengers and regulars on the 14 I'm coming for you we're gonna have a good time this spring I am looking forward to everything I hope you guys are doing well this is kilowatt I will talk to you later love you bye